the actual immunotherapy was really working. And all the tumors have shrunk. The spots that were in my lung are, have disappeared except for one small spot. Welcome to Chino y Chicano. I'm Matt Chan, the Chino. I'm Enrique Cerna, the Chicano. Well, it was last May that Matt found out that he had a cancerous tumor on his right kidney. He then found out that there was also some uh, spread of the cancer. Uh, he found some spots on his lung as well as the lymph nodes. Things were not looking all that great for a while there, particularly in trying to figure out how to treat all of this, Matt. You had a conversation with the doctor and decided to come up with a different game plan, and you went through immunotherapy. Talk about that. Well, okay. So it's been four and a half months since I was diagnosed, roughly, almost four and a half, five months. And it's been a ride. Yeah, it has. <laughs> so no, people that have listened to our podcast know that, you know, uh, you know, a couple months back, I hit a low point. I mean, it was like, we're not going to be able to operate. The cancer has spread to your lungs uh, and in the lymphatic system. Um, not good news. So that's when they decided to switch me on a combination of immunotherapy with some targeted chemotherapy. So I've been I've had my third session with that, uh, and uh, it's real interesting. I mean, I felt better. There's been no real encouraging news. In fact, w this latest round, I I started bleeding internally, and they didn't know what it was, so they called for a CT scan. So I went for a CT scan last Friday, um, and of course I had to wait for the results because it was late in the day. Yeah, you have to spend the weekend waiting. Yeah, but you know, like I said, it's. It's not going to change what happened or what's going on. I mean, I, I've really taken that attitude, so I just enjoyed the weekend. So I was able to get the report on Monday, and those reports are really hard to read. But from what I guessed was the actual immunotherapy was really working, and all the tumors have shrunk. The spots that were in my lung are have disappeared except for one small spot. So everything is, I mean, the my tumor mass has been reduced by le almost over 50% wow. in size. Uh, so I spoke to my doctor, and he said, it's amazing. He goes that, that the treatment has taken hold so quickly. So I'm encouraged, right? I mean, you're never going to be out of the woods, but it's the best news I've had in almost five months. It's great news, actually. It means that there's progress. But, you know, in the past, I don't know, what, six weeks or so, it seemed like that might be the case because you were talking about how you felt, and which was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good energy. Uh, it's not like you were dragging or anything like that. I know you've been very involved in what's happening with the Seattle Chinatown International District uh, issue regarding the homeless and the homeless encampment uh, possibly being placed uh, adjacent there. And um, I know that's something that you and Guy, your wife, have been very involved in, in dealing with that issue. Uh, at times, I think I've said to you, hey, you know, I think you need to kind of back off a little bit because that's a lot. <laughs> a lot of stress, which you don't need in a time like this. Believe it or not, it is energizing. I mean, there's very, I mean, I care about a lot of things in life, but this is the Chinatown International District is something I really do care about it. Throughout my career, right, I've done a lot of stuff to accomplish. I mean, I've accomplished a lot. But I always question the meaning of it, right? I mean, you have to do TV shows for entertainment. <laughs> Hoarders! And, 
and uh, and I and I think to myself, it's like you know, what is the significance of what you've done? So I've been able to take everything I've learned and apply it to social causes, and one of those causes is the Chinatown International District. It actually has brought meaning to my work, yeah, like nothing ever has. So it's important to me, and it energized me. And I'm out there leading rallies, talking to the media. I never thought I'd be on that side of the camera for stuff, but I did feel good. So I knew. In my heart, when I went in for a CT scan, I knew that it wasn't going to be bad, but you never know. You prepare for that. Right. right. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. Now, you know, if we can keep going this way, that'd be great. I mean, I've had a few side effects that show up, um, you know, some skin things and most of all, you know, um, the metallic taste that I have from the medication. So that's interesting because foods that I used to enjoy basically has no taste to me now. So it's very interesting what I can tolerate, what I can't. I mean, I can tolerate everything, but it's just candy seems to be the only thing that tastes true to me and ice cream, which is not great for your diet, right? What have they told you about your diet? Well, it was interesting because I, I lost initially about 17 pounds. And then they said, well, you need to start eating more. And they, and they had me on about 2,000 calories and 100 grams of protein. And that was a lot. I mean, you have to struggle to get 100 grams of protein in because, you know, one egg is seven grams. So it's a dozen eggs you'd have to eat a day to get enough protein. And along with the protein comes fat. So I was using a lot of plant protein. Um, and I started gaining weight back quickly, almost too quickly. And then on my last blood test, they detected that my thyroid function has declined. So that added to, that slowed my metabolism down. So I w they put me on medication for that, and I seem to be evening out. My weight is plateaued off. I'm down to I'm basically eating just normally what I normally do, which is usually around twelve to fourteen hundred calories, um, and I'm feeling good. I mean, I, I don't feel like I have to eat all the time. You know, the last time we talked, you talked about uh, some of the cost of the medications, and fortunately, uh, there are some programs out there to help you cut the costs, uh, but still, you got to you know, pay a copay and things like that. You can do it, but it's it's a big hit, isn't it? Oh, well, I mean, I have insurance and they have, especially for um, cancer treatment, they have funds that allow you to tap into to help with your copayment. You know, if I, this, this light, latest round, I realized the pills I take are $27,000 a month. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I basically, it's it's pretty much covered by insurance and a grant that I was able to get. So, I look at this, you know, what, what is the price of your life? Now, I happen to be fortunate that I can afford probably what's ahead of us, you know, what's ahead for me. But most people can't. That shows you how screwed up the system is. Well, you're, as an individual, are having to choose between life-saving medication and bankruptcy. I mean, I get it. It's so real. Anyone who's suffered from catastrophic illness knows this, and it's just... The system has to change. So many eye-opening things as you go through this. So what are the next steps now? The next steps is just keep going. They extended my treatment into January. And I think, you know, what they said was, you're on the right track. Things will keep shrinking and diminishing. Um, they said the, the mass on my, my kidney may never go away because it'll just be like scar tissue on there. And um, they detect the bleeding they detected, they feel was my tumor was shrinking so rapidly that there wasn't enough time for the lesion to heal as it separated. So, um, so that's interesting to know. I haven't had any reoccurrence of that. Um, but 
I think it's just keep going, hold the course, and uh, and probably at some point I'll come off the medicine, and then they'll see what happens. And hopefully I get to that point. That would be a milestone to get to that point. Well, if you consider, you know what, in May is when you found out about the tumor, and now we are, what, how many months now? About, not quite five months. Yeah, and the progress now mm-hmm. uh, that you've, you've had, particularly with the immunotherapy and, and this whole process, that's pretty good and very hopeful, and let's just hope that it ke- continues. Uh, how's the family taking all this? They're relieved. I mean, I know my wife is relieved because, like I've always said, it's harder on my family than it is me because I, I know how I feel day to day. The medicines are sort of amazing. I mean, it's sort of magic, but it gets better every day. And I think people that are facing the kind of choices I face, I mean, you just got to go with it to make sure you have good doctors that will take care of you because there's not much you can do other than ride it. Yep. Well, good news. Let's hope the progress continues and uh, carry on. Yeah. And as always, I mean, I thank everybody who supported me because it makes it a lot easier to go through this. Right. Of course it does. Well, you'll continue to have the support of your friends around you and your family, I'm sure. So let's just keep going and it's going to be positive. It's going to work out. Thank you. We want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Twitter at Enrique Cerna and at Lofonland for me, Matt Chan. You can also email us at chinoichicano at gmail.com and check out our Chino Ichicano page on Facebook. Our theme music was composed and performed by Antonio Gomez. You can find the Chino Ichicano podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other favorite podcast providers. Please take a listen, download, and subscribe. We are posting video versions of our podcast to YouTube. Go to search and type in Chino Ichicano to find our conversations. Take care of yourself. The pandemic is not over yet. Please get vaccinated. I'm Matt Chan, the Chino. I'm Enrique Cerna, the Chicano. We'll talk more later. Yeah.